We are SC Podcast. Gary Pasquis joined by John Jackson and Chris Hale. And guys, we just got done watching the uh, USC scrimmage in the Coliseum, full pad scrimmage, a chance where Clay Helton said, hey, we're really going to really gonna get after it and do some evaluating, not only the entire team, but also the three quarterbacks, JJ. Mm-hmm. So just want to get your thoughts on what jumped out at you after what you saw. Well, in order of how things sort of progressed in the Coliseum, the defense was outstanding at the beginning. I mean, the offensive line was having problems picking up the blitzes. They were getting a lot of pressure on the quarterbacks. There were several sacks. I think it might be in a series of three or four plays in a row where the defensive line was able to get sacks, which is obviously a good sign because the projection for this defensive line is supposed to be really good, and I think that they showed that today. Um, From the offensive side, you know, it was was JT Daniels. I mean, that was really the story of the day. Um, Amon Ra, of course, his favorite receiver since high school, uh, was on the receiving end of, you know, I think about three touchdowns that he threw uh, today, but JT looked looked very good. He had several deep balls. I think he might have thrown three or four touchdowns within the scrimmage. Um, But the one thing to not take your eye off is the other quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. The other quarterbacks, although they didn't have the spectacular plays, although Sears hit a deep one as well to Imad Bebe, although they didn't have as many spectacular plays, they still were very consistent and completed a lot of passes on the day. So really from a quarterback standpoint, they have to be very happy. Uh, Chris Hale, I'll go to you. Same question. What stood out? Yeah, you know, and I'm, I'm impressed by the young guys. JT Daniels and Amon Ra really impressed me today for guys who haven't had a lot of college experience yet, and they, and they seem to pick up the tempo uh, very well on this team offensively, and I love the running backs that they had. The running game looks solid. Uh, I'm interested to see how the offensive line is going to perform when they get into a game-type situation. And, um, you know, I always think that defense leads the way this early in the season anyway. The defense is going to be a little bit ahead of the offense because the offense hasn't put in uh, quite the playbook that they want to put in. And so, but they looked impressive. They looked fast around the edges. Uh, the secondary, even though they gave up some, some big plays, there's a little bit of work that need to be done, but they still look athletic and they look to be in the in the position that they needed to be in to make some plays. So uh, that much to work on this week, uh, getting ready for UNLV in a couple of weeks. JJ, talk about uh, when, when you look at the work the quarterbacks got. Is it is it anything in in how the plays were scripted for each guy? So obviously, JT throws a nice deep ball. We're going to walk away saying, "Hey, boy, three three deep touchdown passes for JT Daniels." But what did you see in the way they were scheming for each guy? Well, I think that they try to play to each guy's strengths, and you know, while that is you know optimal, and that's going to be you know the story of how you want to you know run your offense, to, you know, to cater to each quarterback. It's still not going to be the way you're going to have to run USC's offense. I, I you know, I'd have loved to see the same uh, deep ball opportunities for the other guys to see if they could make them. Like, like I said, when Sears had his opportunity, he did make the pass. He did, mm-hmm. you know, complete a big long touchdown in Matter Bebe. Um, but I think that's what's going to come over time. So I think as you go through these scrimmages, and there will be three of them before the before the first game, uh, when you go through these scrimmages, that's probably one thing that coaches will take away is, hey, we have allowed JT he had several deep op- shot opportunities. He took advantage of them, which of course you have to credit him for that. Um, but but in future scrimmages, I'd expect other guys to get those same deep ball opportunities and see if they can make the plays. And how much, uh, Chris, when you're talking about that deep game, you, you talked about the running game. We're, we're getting some bigger backs in there. When you're talking Akasajic, where Vivai Malapia, and the freshman step who, uh, yeah. who who caught your eye on one play, yeah. the ability to have those guys pound the ball and then tossing it deep, it seems like that plays into this, the strength of what this offense could be. Oh, absolutely, Gary. And you know as well as I do, I love the running game. And I think the running game is the essence of USC football. And the passing game can come along with that. But we have some, you know, especially with Carr back there, we have uh, an experienced running back who can run the ball. I can guarantee you he's a 1,500-yard running back on the year. That offensive line's got to be able to come together. If they have no injuries, they're going to be great on that side of the football. So I'm hoping to see a big, strong running game this year that can help out that passing game. 
you know, one more thing that I would want want to add to um, you know to the day is that I would have loved to see the, the one thing that is going to have to get straightened out is the secondary play. Mm-hmm. Um, although the secondary was very was was is, is supposed to be very good to have a lot of returning guys back there, mm-hmm. they did not look as cohesive as they would want. So remember, that's Clancy Pendergast's specialty. He'll get that straight, but that was one big concern that came from me from the scrimmage. Yeah, yeah, and I and I think the same thing. Like I said before, they were in position to make plays. Mm-hmm. They just didn't make plays. I think that comes with experience being out there. The one thing about that secondary is they're very athletic all the way around. So in in, in order to have a a strong secondary is you have to let them play. Uh, you give them less to think about. And right now, I think in in this process, it's early they're still thinking about what they have to do out there. Once they're able to free themselves up and know what they're doing, they're going to be a much better secondary. Yeah, it was it was noticeable out there with, with the defense today. Hey, no Porter Gustin, no Cam Smith. You know, we, we, we didn't see a lot of these guys out there. And so that's not the defense we're going to see once things get going. But I think I don't think Clay Helton really minded that uh, coming out here today. This was a day, and he was clear all along. I, I, I need to start evaluating these quarterbacks in a situation like this, and it's going to go a long way toward helping him make his decision. For John Jackson and Chris Hale, this is Gary Pasquitz. You're listening to the We Are SE Podcast.